Can you hear me now, guys? Yeah. All right. There's everybody. It's always, can you hear me? Can you see me over here, right? It's that's the right. story of life now. So everyone's microphone should be open. We got a small group. So I'm going to keep the mic open uh, for everyone uh, that's willing to talk and, uh, you know, chime in on what me and Sharon are going to talk about here. So I'm going to let things roll in a moment. I'm just waiting for other people to jump on. And uh, right now, we got a nice small group. And it's going to be a great time. So, um, hello, welcome. We got some people jumping on. Hello, how are you? Hi. Welcome. We're just about ready to start. We got people jumping on. And I'm so glad to see everyone. And, you know, put the faces to the names that we've all uh, gotten to know. Obviously, through uh, Michael Imperioli's, you know, amazing meditation. So let's just start there. And what a great guy. It's just incredible that... You know, you see him on The Sopranos as Christopher. And guys, I'm from New Jersey. You can probably tell. So I'm a huge fan, you know. And these wings aren't intentional. They just happen to happen like a Polly Walnuts style, okay? They just happen to happen. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line is I, I was intrigued when I saw this. And I realized I've been meditating my whole life without actually sitting and meditating. Because uh, I'm, a, I'm a thinker. I like to think a lot. And... By way of that connection through Michael, I met this wonderful person in Sharon Leaf who has <laughs> gone through much adversity lately. And like <clears throat> 2020 has been a, a crazy, crazy year for everyone. So what I want to do to start this thing off, I'm going to copy off Mike a little bit. Let's take a moment of silence and just reflect and think about those that, you know, we love and those that we could potentially help and send out some positive vibes. So let's take a minute. No. After we do that, John, can we do the motivation that he usually does? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Okay, thank you, everyone. Thank you. And if you can, Sharon, you want to read that off? Yeah, I will. All right. Thank may you. all beings, may all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May all beings not be separated from the happiness that has never known suffering. May they rest in equanimity, free from attachment, anger, and aversion. Absolutely. And speaking of reading, uh, Sharon, you wrote a wonderful piece that you sent to me last night. And if you're comfortable sharing that with the group, um, today's uh, agenda and like the whole thing about what we're trying to do here is to create positivity and continue things throughout the course of a week with our Dharma family, those that do share that with Michael Imperioli sessions, and those that are just willing to have an open mind to uh, try to focus on the positive where there's so much negative in this world. And I actually converted over to Buddhism by way of Michael's influence. And, and like I said about meditation, I've always been a meditator, but without meditating, 
I think I've always been a Buddhist without knowing about being a Buddhist, you know? Um, so today's uh, target is is compassion. And I would like, uh, Sharon, if you don't mind, to share that this beautiful passage that you wrote. Sure. You want me to, yeah, it's not too long, is it, for the whole thing? No, I think it's wonderful. I think everyone will enjoy it. So I appreciate you doing it. All right. Yeah, I just, I do better when I'm writing. Give me one second here. You got it. You got it. Oh, sorry. Give me one moment. No, you're good. And um, in a little bit, we'll also talk about why we got into meditation, all of us, you know, and, and everyone can open okay. the mic and feel free to share their stories. And plus, we'll obviously also meditate for a little while together and, uh, you know, in harmony. And I think it'll be wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So when you think of compassion, you may think of a feeling of sympathy for someone. Then you might extend that feeling to empathy for someone. Yes, this is part of compassion, but it is not true compassion. True compassion is more than a feeling. Compassion is a mixture of wisdom and action based on that wisdom, which would be understanding their suffering. Coupled with a feeling of empathy for others, their suffering. Compassion truly is a very powerful force, a powerful energy. Compassion saved a life. Compassion saved my life. Sorry about that. It all started when I came down sick with COVID and was in the hospital. I was on a ventilator and the outcome was looking grim. Michael Imperioli posted on his Instagram about my suffering, asking for prayers, healing energy, and good wishes. A vast amount of people responded both on the post and leaving me messages and voicemail. This was more than their feeling of sympathy and even more than their feeling of empathy. This was their feeling based on wisdom and action. Compassion is action. This was true compassion. Many of them probably never even heard of me, but from true compassion, they reached out. It is easy to have compassion for people we are close with, friends, and with that we love. This com true compassion was for someone they didn't or hardly even knew. The compassion given to me from my Dharma family sparked something very powerful in the very moment it was sent out. I felt this force within my energy even before I was aware of the post and received any messages. It is not an easy force to describe in words, but it was very powerful and truly beautiful. I felt and saw in my mind's eye this bright glow not only around me, but I saw it more intensely inside of me. This force, this power of compassion gave me strength. Not only gave me strength and fed in my energy, but it in turn gave my physical body strength as well. It not only allowed me to continue fighting this disease, but it allowed me to do so in an exponentially different way. When I felt this inside of me, my mind told me that I must fight this and beat this. My spiritual self, my energy that I'm made of, drew this compassion and energy and fought this battle. There were a couple of times that I was gone. How to describe what I felt or experienced those times is difficult, but I can best explain it as being where I was, but everywhere at the same time. It was very peaceful and tranquil and pure happiness with no suffering. Even with this wonderful experience I was having, I again felt the power and force of the compassionate energy being sent out to me. With this energy combining with my energy, I returned. When I felt that compassion, I felt I had to go back and couldn't leave yet. This true compassion brought me back. This is why I say and truly believe without a doubt that compassion saved my life. 
When we put out true compassion, we not only help those who are suffering, but we also help ourselves. When we help ourselves, we allow ourselves to help relieve other suffering. When we come to the realization of interdependence and how we all truly do need and rely on each other in many aspects of life and in many different ways, then this true, true compassion will naturally arise within us. It is then at this moment when it starts to rise in us that we can cultivate it more and more every day. The more we cultivate it, the stronger not only does the compassion us get, but the stronger we too get. It can strengthen our mind very powerfully, and in turn, when our mind is strong, our physical being becomes strong. The compassion from all my brothers and sisters and my Dharma family is what saved my life. When I realized after the first time I came back that this compassion is what saved my life, I came to realize that I'm not fighting just for me, but for my Dharma family. The interdependence between me and my Dharma family at that moment was very clear. I knew that I was not fighting alone or just for myself. When I drew from the compassion and sent it back out, I continued to get stronger and stronger. Their compassion inspired me to open my heart and send out compassion stronger than I was before. I always tried to send out compassion and kindness in the world before this happened. After this experience, I realized I could open up even more and one day obtain the level of compassion that I aspire to have. I continually work on it every day now with more clarity and put out more genuine compassion every day. For those who may doubt the power of compassion, take from this that it truly is powerful and essential for humanity to survive. I am a very, very small part of humanity, but you can see how compassion was essential for my survival. Cultivate your compassion garden every day. You do this by working with the mind and will naturally arise, and that seed has always been planted in us. Put out more compassion every day than you did the day before, and you will see and feel the power and beauty of true compassion. <laughs> Just incredible, amazing, and I read those words last night, and believe me, I looked at every little detail of what you were saying, because um, I'm a deep person. Like I said, I was always a Buddhist without even knowing I was a Buddhist, you know, and I got to say, guys, Sharon is wonderful, and then Bonnie just said, she's like, I love this girl, of course. I mean, what's there not to love? You're a fighter, you know? You, you got through some significant adversity this year, as we all have, but you significantly went through some really tough stuff, but you're also a thinker. I had a conversation, right. guys, with Sharon the other day on the phone that just blew my mind. She was sharing so much wisdom with me and right on the same, same wavelength that I'm on. And then it actually happened that when Michael Imperioli, you know, me and Sharon spoke about this, did his meditation 102 the other day. And... He was talking about the same topics without any of us interacting and talking about those topics. That's synergy. And that's why we're all here. Like that for me is the most amazing experience. Like sometimes when I med meditate with you guys, I've not seen all your faces, but that's why I started the whole group thing. And then, you know, we'll elevate these sessions more because I felt like we should all keep this going. You know, we need this more than one day a week. And Mike's been really, really generous like tremendously generous yeah, right. and very consistent mm -hmm. and what a mentor. And I'm, I'm just yeah. like, I'm, le I'm <laughs> learning and just listening and, and reading a lot of the scriptures that Sharon sends me and my friends mm -hmm. also send me from back home. It's crazy. I didn't realize how many people are into, um, you know, Buddhism and meditation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so I want to, I want to, before we meditate, I want to know what got everyone into meditation. Autumn, if you're comfortable letting us, 
know what began your journey. Can, can, can you share that with us? Yeah. Um, so when I was in college, which was kind of a while ago now, I, for part of my college years, I struggled with an eating disorder. And that's kind of when I was introduced to like uh, cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness. And like my whole life, like I've, like I have ADHD, I have anxiety and like, I've always like struggled with the idea of <laughs> mindfulness and meditation. I'm like, I don't wanna do that. And I, it just used to annoy me. <laughs> and then, um, and things have been much better like since then. But then I saw on Instagram that these sessions were happening weekly. I was like, all right, if people are doing it in a group, maybe it'll be a little bit easier. And, um, and so I'm sticking with it and um, I just want to see, I don't know, like a lot of people says that, say that it's very helpful. So, yeah. And how often do you meditate? Like how, how often do you meditate per week? So I've just started with these um, Zoom webinars. So <laughs> this is my third time. Right. It's going to be my third time. Yeah. They're fantastic. I mean, I, I do it because uh, I have, I'll tell you my background story about what led me here is that obviously we all have anxiety in 2020, but my whole life I've been very hyperactive. I'm a drummer by trade. So I'm always like, you know, yeah, just by nature, I have that, that hyperactive personality and I do have a lot of anxiety issues. Hence why I do like the Soprano so much because I can relate a lot to Tony Soprano with his anxiety and you know, panic attacks and, you know, just, of course, the Jersey thing, like you said, you're, you're from that area. So you, you get the whole thing. Uh, you know, I miss the food, by the way, I'm in Vegas now. I've been living in Vegas for five years. I miss that food, but I'm from Cleveland, but my, my, all, a lot of my family's in that whole area. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Where, where, where from? Um, Wait, what do you mean more from? Like geography-wise, like is it Staten Island, Long Island? Oh, um, Long Island, and then some of my family's in Jersey, so. Where, whereabouts in Jersey, if you don't mind me asking, because I was in Northern, like about 10 minutes away from New York City. It's been forever since I've been there. I normally see them, because some of my other family's in uh, Manhattan, in New York City, so I usually just, we all just meet up there, so. Yeah, no, yeah. I get you, but the food is amazing, though. You always remember the food, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, what got me in is that I, I always was trying to figure out a way to mentally focus. I take a lot of CBD. I do a lot of things um, that try to better keep my body together and my mind together. And I was like, let me try this. Like, you know, Michael Imperioli is really cool. Like, you know, um, I know a couple people from that, that the cast of The Sopranos. And I'm like, these are all great guys. Like, I've watched interviews, whether I've met them personally, whether I've even done interviews with some of them. Like, it's really cool, you know, that he's putting himself out there to do. I'm like, let me see this side of it. And right away, I was like, man, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. You know, like the wisdom. And then when he talked about Buddhism, I was mm -hmm. like, wow, now you really got me. And he was kind of like, guys, I don't want to like, you know, oversaturate it with the Buddhism. I'm like, no, this is really cool. That's where we're going to go next, guys, and talk about Buddhism a little bit. And I was very enlightened and intrigued. Um, you know, and I, I kind of feel like I've always been that guy. I've been more of a spiritual guy, you know, than a religious guy and always a, a person of, like Sharon said, compassion, always someone that 
has discipline and wants to see everyone do well, but also have my own struggles, which leads me to getting philosophy. Like the only way there is no love without pain is my, you know, one of my favorite quotes. Like you've got to go through some stuff to formulate wisdom, you know? And so I'm like, man, I've been like this my whole life. I just didn't have the direction. And I thank Michael for that. Are you a Buddhist as well, Autumn? Um, I'm, I'm just beginning to learn about it. Um, I'm considering it because everything that I've been reading about it and just the thing, even the things that Sharon has, um, posted that I've been looking at the past few days, um, it resonates. And I, I just think that, I mean, like who couldn't benefit from those teachings? Like they're, they're all just, I, aspire to to that <laughs> i absolutely agree and yeah. so susie if you don't mind would you mind opening up your microphone if you can i know you got i know you're all masked up over there but uh and she looks like she's frozen i think she's frozen so, so yeah her screen froze <laughs> out so uh sharon um well, and i don't know can you hear me at all oh, there you go you. yeah all right <laughs> Can you hear me? We got you, Susie. I'm in the mountains, so, okay, I'm just going to say real quick, I'm in the mountains, so if I start to freeze up, just tell me to zip it. You got um, it. I appreciate and, yeah, you coming I'm, on. I'm in a map. I've been driving for nine hours to pick up a kid that I'm in a map because we haven't seen each other since uh, August. Um, <laughs> as far as the whole meditation, Buddhism, origin story, off and on my whole life, you know, different things led me to it different things led me away. Um, my first husband died eight years ago and I took a, a real mental nose dive. So I started meditating, doing a lot of uh, walking meditations and reading a lot of Pema Chodron. Um, then I kind of evened out, got remarried two years ago. But when I got remarried, I got a stepkid and the stepkid's fine. The baby mama drama is not. So, um, Meditate. It was either meditate or um, do something that I was going to get arrested for. So I meditate as much as I can. So that's that. Well, the best thing about what's going on in 2020, you know, a lot, there's a lot of negativity and we all feel it, right? But what I love is the way we can all connect with people like there's opportunities to do what we're doing, what Michael's doing at the right time. And I believe Michael was even planning on doing that before this. And the same thing with like the talking Sopranos that he does. And, you know, even the connections that on a personal level I had, like meeting Sharon, meeting you, all you guys, you know, and it's sharing the group and having the time to connect with family and advancing relationships with people and getting to even know people on a way better level, like people I knew from back home for, you know, I'm going to say I'm 42 years old. So this goes back to like, I've known these people since I was like five years old yeah. and we're sharing new stories that we didn't know about or remembering stories that we forgot about. Cause maybe we were too drunk one night you know, <laughs> and, and things back home. And it's just, it's a great time to regroup. So my whole agenda and goal is to move forward with this group and just in life, and just focus on what we can make positive out of this terrible negative. Because make no mistake, this has been a crazy year. My favorite drummer at the start of the year passed away in Neil Peart from Rush. And I knew right away, I'm like, this is going to be a tough one. 
this is gonna be a tough one. And then next thing you know, it's like, man, oh man. But um, so what I want to do is ask Sharon about her <laughs> whole experience getting into the meditation and Buddhism game. Okay. Well, I don't exactly remember how many years ago, but I think it was like maybe four or five years ago now. But pretty much my whole life, I dealt with a lot of depression, anxiety. Um, then later on in life, I, I got the PTSD. And I was, yeah, it was just a really, really dark place, dark time. And uh, I actually tried to kill myself twice and I'm glad that didn't work. Um, and then it, I, well, I went to a therapist, but then they were, they were talking about mindfulness. She just happened to like, well, maybe, uh, you know, here's this book. And she recommended me, I don't remember the name of the book now, on mindfulness. And I remember I read the Dalai Lama when I was 12. So I was like, yeah, I remember him talking about that. And then I just started getting more of his books and his readings. And he talks about a lot of meditation and I'll watch his teachings. And so I just tried meditating and I just kept trying it. And I've been getting better at it, but it was after Michael's webinars is when it's, he made it feel like it was so easy. So it's like, okay, now I got a lot more benefit from it, but yeah, I just, I was in a dark place and I just, you know, one day I just figured I didn't, okay, I don't want to be there anymore. So and I just started working on getting out of it. And now that's how I got into meditation. But now I meditate, not just for that, but I, I, I meditate. So if I created myself the good human qualities that we all have, it's our nature. You just have to find it. If I'm able to improve myself, then I can help other people. So that's why I meditate now for both me and others. So. Autumn, it seems like you're relating to that very heavily. You have any thoughts <coughs> you want to share, Autumn? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess just that I the dark place thing, I can definitely <laughs> relate to that. But there's been a lot of those uh, since I was in high school, even. Mm -hmm. So it's Definitely, I. This is the first time I've even thought of like how it, how long it's been that I've struggled with this stuff. And I think um, a lot of the times I've been like very resistant um, or reluctant for, to treatment, whether that's medication or um, CBT. So um, just the idea of doing this with other people kind of makes it, it made it seem more, um, it made it seem like doable because I, I feel like me just going to sit by yourself in a room just to meditate, like I'm not there yet. So it's, it's very helpful to, to um, have these meetings and just um, it helps you stay accountable to, um, to doing this and yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, for me, I've been able to do it and it does take a minute. You're right to have a concentrated session. I find myself when I'm, you know, trying to contemplate what the next move is in life. Like we're all doing, we're all contemplating the next move all the time. And I actually find myself in the kitchen. Like I could be making eggs and then I'll start just like drifting off and meditating. And I'm like looking at a plant or like whatever I have in my house. And I'm like, you're, you're actually meditating right now. Like I said before, I've always meditated, but just didn't realize it. So I was like, yeah. turn the eggs off. 
Let me go sit down and figure out what this conundrum is that I'm dealing with because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find new work. I mean, everyone's jobs have been diminished. <laughs> things going on in the world. So it's like, what's the next step? What am I going to do? So it's like, let me sit there and think about it. And sometimes I go there and I just look at my fish and I just zone out and I look at my fish and, and then I come up with a different solution. Like, instead of that, let's go put on some old school martial arts movies, things that make you happy. Don't think about that right now. You don't like Michael says that the clouds in the sky, right? right? Yeah. So all of a sudden they, they go away. I'm like, I'm worried about work. Yeah, but you know, if you watch Cobra Kai on Netflix, it's way funner. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so it's like you just go do that. You get your little doggy. I got a Chihuahua. You hang out and you're good. Um, but it does require discipline. I do short sessions. Yeah. And I wanted to do a session with everyone today, but I know I know Susie, you're driving, so I don't recommend meditating while driving. <laughs> I don't recommend meditating. So we'll save that maybe for the next one that we do next week. But, uh, you know, Bonnie uh, put something up there about Ocean City, Maryland. Yes, yeah. of course. It is beautiful. It is oh, that's beautiful awesome. over there. That's so cool, Johnny, that you've been there um, to Ocean City. I, I thought it was so crazy that Sharon has even been. And, you know, Sharon, you're up in Minnesota, right? Great. I'm in Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm in Illinois, and I was born and raised in Illinois, but all my family is from Silver Spring, Maryland, and like the D.C. area, so we'd always drive out to Ocean City every summer, yeah. and I just, yeah. I always had crushes on all the uh, New Jersey boys and like the <laughs> the Philadelphia boys that would come over, so we'd, we'd be out there in Ocean City for two weeks, and yeah, I just always, on the boardwalk, having crushes on these accents that the New Jersey boys had. And I just would go back to Illinois, just like love struck. So I thought that was kind of cool to find that commonality with Sharon and, and you too, Johnny, knowing that you've been out there too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's nothing like the East coast, man. You know, like, uh, the again, food. I was mentioning food, the food. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. not on. Like, let, me, let me bring that out right now. Like, do you the remember, one thing, what do you happened? Remember, do you remember the thrasher's fries? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the mold <laughs> vinegar on it, yeah. I've been in Vegas for uh, five years now, and there are good eateries, but believe me, I had to find them. Needle in a haystack. Like, man, it was tough, but I got my good ones, and I'll shout them out. The Oyster Bar is really good. Charcoal Room is really good. Uh, Firefly is really good. And then that's about it there's one italian place that was good for a while called meza bistro even though they're doing things for people in tough times right now and donating meals for thanksgiving and christmas which i do support yeah they, 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 the, the food quality went down a little bit since covid you know like, but i understand the conditions back home i lived in Roosevelt park new jersey um which is about again 10 15 minutes away from new york depending on traffic and I had the greatest eateries, man. I had a place. If I went to go get food for like a Sunday, I got a sausage place, a bread place, a noodle place, yeah. this place. Like you got to stop at seven different stores, but everyone had a specialty. And restaurants, man, restaurants were the absolute best, you know, for Italian. Hey, we can see you, Bonnie. How you doing? How you doing over here now? Good now. Good now. <laughs> good. 
So, I mean, it was just, it's incredible and you miss it. So when I go home, I'm always saying Italian, I'm a gavon. I go and eat everything, every little thing. I'm like, you're like, Johnny, you, you went, we went to five restaurants today. I'm like, I got to stock up, bro. You don't understand. <laughs> I got my Mexican joint. I got my Japanese joint. I got my Italian, my Portuguese. It was so eclectic back home. The food is so eclectic. Like, you know, you could go get some Uruguayan food. Be like, what's Uruguayan food? I'm like, I'm driving. Let's go. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, like. Well, and also the people, uh, I feel like, I mean, I've never been to New York, Autumn, so I don't know how New York people are, but I just feel like, uh, about it. You just, everybody's so like, <laughs> I feel like it's like family, like how they yeah. talk and everybody's like looking over each other's shoulder, <laughs> you know, looking out for each other. And like, even you, Johnny, like you just give off that, <laughs> that vibe, you know, he does. He does. That, that vibe. Thank he does. You. I mean, cause that's what it is. It's where you come from. And when, when I came out here, not to crap on Vegas, cause it's very beautiful <laughs> geography wise, aesthetically very pleasing. Right. So I come to Vegas, and then I notice people are different. They're not as like, hey, and open, and like, but they're nicer. They're nicer, but they're just more to themselves. Mm -hmm. Jersey, it's everyone's like, yo, what's going on with you today? You look a little off. Like, what do you mean I look off? Like, I just woke up. Like, give me a second to relax, you know? So when I came to Vegas, I was going to, like, different jobs, like, uh, trying to get apply for different jobs, and... I noticed that people were just like very like not all there. They also say sturads, like stupid. So <laughs> and I, I automatically think like in, in casino, you know, when Robert De Niro goes up to the guy in the casino and he's like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with you? Three jackpots in a row? What's wrong with you? You know, when he's telling I like him, the, um, the, uh, the blueberry scene in that, Johnny. Oh, the, yes. Like they, uh, have you, want me to count? you want me to count? The blueberries, like <laughs> and Robert De Niro was just like, yes. And he like broke open yes. the, the uh, blueberry muffin. Exactly. <laughs> he breaks it open and he's like, what's, you know, what is, he's talking to the guy having a meeting and he gets so pissed off about the amount of blueberry ratio compared to his buddy, which is absolutely incredible. Okay. And it's just like, I remember that, like, you know, feeling that way, like people are like, a little bit i hate that i'm not gonna crap on vegas as a community you know because there are great people out here there's great firefighters and police officers and respect to everyone first responders all this type of stuff but there are some people i'm just like man you wouldn't survive like 10 seconds where i come from with this <laughs> you know like i'm like what are you doing over here now what are you doing over here <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about what we're all doing uh bonnie i'll start with you what are you doing today what's the rest of your day like yeah i'm kind of like in my jammies still um <laughs> <laughs> i'm lucky i actually still have my job so i work from home i've been working from home since march awesome so yeah i'm just like in my jammies and haven't gotten myself together yet today <laughs> but uh just working yeah. Sharon, it's so good to see you, and yeah. Susie and Autumn, it's good to meet you too, girls. <laughs> it's incredible to, to meet everyone and put faces to the name, and yeah. this thing is going to build a lot, I believe, and I think it's great. I was so happy it started off very intimate today, because I was like, I don't know, like, sometimes, because I'm a school teacher, mm -hmm. so I, I do Zoom school, and 
you know, and it's funny because the kids nowadays are like, oh, over here now. But that's another story for another day. But it's like 30 people will jump on at one time. You're just like, you don't know what to do. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness. But this is this is incredible. And, and I want this to continue. Um, and, and Sharon, do you want to share any thoughts before we close out with everyone? And I also want to know about your day, Autumn. And I also want to know about your day, Susie and Sharon. But uh, mission statements. Let's, let's talk about what we're trying to do here. Over here now. Over here. <laughs> Bonnie just had to do it. Uh, and thoughts on 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 wait a minute on on what what we're trying to do? Yeah, the the mission of of this whole group that we're doing with the the Facebook page and whatever else we do is is this obviously trying to share the positivity each week. Like we'll have a you know a compassion. Like today was yeah. about compassion and and just Great. randomness. Which is great. That's always yeah. fun, you know. And uh, next time we we have some other things lined up, and it's really it, not to take it from you, Sharon. Here no, is that I think our goal that, that we spoke about on the phone quite a bit is to share love and compassion and great. positivity, and let people also understand. You don't have to come on here and be like, "Hey, sunshine and rainbows," and "Hey, yes, yes, woo, woo, woo." No, life is not like that right now. Life is effed up bad i turn on the news i'm just like i take my remote control i throw it across the room like pissed off you know and then i see my doggy and i get happy and i'm like okay come here girl and everything's fine yeah. you know like so the the thing of this is just to have people be comfortable enough to mentally vent and and relax and we could all meditate together you know I, at some point we'll, we'll set it up where everyone's chilling and you know because we want to be able to all feel that energy and be able to relax and whatnot. But Autumn, what do you got going on today? Uh, not much. Um, <laughs> just like adult errand running. And then I'm probably going to FaceTime um, my dad to see my little sister in oh. Cleveland. Oh. So that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those meetings are fun, right? Like, I, I, I hang out with my buddies, and if anyone ever jumped on and saw what goes on there with the talks, it's just we'd probably be, you know, committed for mental illness. Um, like, I was talking about my friends from back home. But that's the great part is you get to know, like, you know all these things. And you're like, oh, my God, I forgot, like, you did that, or I forgot this happened. And wait, what, girl? Like, what are you, what are you talking about here? Like, so it's like it brings you back to to a fun point and uh it's it's beneficial for people it, to interact and i think that's that's the strong point of of what's happening in this world there's been a very bad thing that's happened since the beginning of this year we saw great people celebrities pass and then the pandemic and then the riots and things that police were doing just awful stuff mm -hmm. but we're here and we're all functioning and we're trying to make the best of a really bad, I want to say the F-bomb, but I'm trying to keep it nice. I got ladies around over here now, but we're making the best out of a bad situation, you know? So Susie, what about you? What are you doing today? Obviously you do a lot of driving. <laughs> yeah, I am about 45 minutes from home. I will have driven 11 hours and not left the state of Virginia. Um, my home state. I went from, I went, well, it's my home state too, and I actually moved 
back to my hometown five years ago, which is Alexandria. But my niece lives down in the extreme southwest corner of the state, right by Tennessee. Tennessee's nice. I've been there. I, I'm a I'm a musician. I traveled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's all good. It's locking up a little bit. Um, and I'm, I'm bringing her back to my house through the... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, my phone, but mine's a dog. Picking up. It's okay. It's, it's all good, that locks no, up. I mean, you're, you're in the mountains over there now. I know about Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I, I drove through that and it sucked. I'm gonna tell you, like, be very careful. That's yeah. why I didn't want you to meditate. Because while you're driving, because when I was doing Tennessee with my band, first of all, it's five dudes in a van, like we're in down by the river at the time, <laughs> and I, it already sounds terrible. Five dudes, five rock and roll guys in their twenties in a van. Okay, just down imagine by the, the river. <laughs> the sense, the smell of this thing was Ooh. awful, and. I remember, like, I was driving through Tennessee, and there's no guardrails on some of those roads. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having panic attacks. And we got, like, a rent-a-van, whatever it was at the time. I forget what it was. But it had only, like, two windows up front, your first window, and nothing. And then we had all of our equipment. So you can't see – I'm going to say the word. I have to do it. Shit. You can't see shit. So I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, this is tough. It's terrible. Mama. <laughs> You have Mama Sharon? Uh, she's waiting at the door. Come here, Mama. Aww. Come here, Boo Boo. What's oh, your New dog's Orleans. name, Johnny? What's that? What's your little doggy's name? Polly. You want to see her? I'll go get her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I see that uh, you got uh, you were in New Orleans. Oh my God, good food over there, right? I've never been. My girl tells me all the time. My wife tells me all the time. I gotta go. You guys, you guys gotta visit when the when the pandemic's over one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, Autumn, Autumn, you're in New Orleans. Yeah, I moved here a year ago. Oh wow! I was gonna say because you you guys were talking about um the how scary it is driving through Tennessee. My so my mom road tripped with me here when I moved here. I, a little over a year ago and driving through Kentucky and Tennessee it was terrifying it was so scary people oh it was just it was it was so scary but yeah I love I love New Orleans it's great it's like just starting to cool down a little bit <laughs> wow yeah what's the temperature in uh Las Vegas right John? now it's in its 50s believe it or not it gets cold oh. out here man that ain't cold I was surprised. Yeah. But, well, I mean, you coming from where I used to come from in 10 degree weather, but like as I get older, it's like even when I'm walking a dog in the morning, who well, I'll go get in a minute, I'm like freeze. I'm like, oh man, it goes right through you. And um, the thing is, too, Bonnie, about you know, New Orleans, I always wanted to go. My chick tells me all the time, I'm a big music guy. Yeah, oh yeah. Food guy, so it's like New Orleans is a spot, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's part of why I'm here. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite dish? What's your favorite thing to get? Um, I I just started eating seafood in the last year, um, which is crazy. My my parents raised me vegetarian, so but um no, I've tried everything. I like crawfish. Um, oh snap. I like crawfish. I can't do crawfish. I can't do it. Is <laughs> it good, that, though? 
It's good. It's really good. It's really good. And then um, put a little Old girl, Bay on it. Put a little Old Bay on it. Put what on it? Put a little Old Bay on it. Old Bay season. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. That. Um, that's the East. That's East Coast. Yeah, I didn't have much time to eat my way through the city before the pandemic started, but um, we'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, I want to get out there. I heard about because I'm, I'm a big music fan. I like all genres: reggae, rap, funk, hip hop, jazz, mm -hmm. metal. Yeah. Everything. And I heard it's a great blues scene, and I'm a big blues mm -hmm. fan. It's My father was a great blues guitarist, so it's like I want to go out there and you know hear some of it because he had a very distinct yeah. style. You know, you do you, you go out to a lot of those clubs and, and watch um. bands. Yeah, I used to try to get out for live music at least once or twice a week before everything started. Um, and I came down for Jazz Fest last year, which was too much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. But um, yeah, my one of my favorite bands uh, from here is The Meters. So, um, What's yeah, that band called? The Meters. <laughs> Meters. Like M-E-T-E-R-S? Um, yeah. They're uh, kind of like local legends. So yeah, no, it's the amount of music I've been able to see in the past year, just like within 10 minutes of my house. It's the best. Yeah. It's you're awesome. in New Orleans, you know, like, yeah. and in better times, it's got to be amazing. Like I had so much, like, like a lot of us did plans for 2020. I was going to take my family on a vacation, uh, meaning, you know, my wife and uh, my stepdaughter, who's mm -hmm. 11 and I, I love to death. She's amazing. And then I was gonna take me and the lady out. I was deciding on Italy on our own vacation. And wow. then she kept saying New Orleans, New Orleans. <laughs> and she's like, and then it's funny because everyone tells me all the time, Johnny, like you play drums, you're you're a guitar player, you love music, you love culture, you love art, you love food. Go there. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't go anywhere else. Like, you can see like local, well, the ones that are still alive and kicking, like you can see local legends here in like small, very small clubs and venues for like 30 bucks or less, sometimes for free. Like it's just, it's, it's amazing. Like any other place. <laughs> it's amazing. Absolutely incredible. I, I would love to attend that sort of thing because Again, I love culture and food and, and you know, my wife, uh, she's actually been there several times and, yeah. you know, she keeps telling me all the time we have to go. And it's crazy because towards the end of this year, like, I've been out in Vegas for five years and it was the best year I had with, you know, gainful employment and all this type of stuff. And then we just got hit so hard in 2019, uh, 2020, you know, of coming off of 2019 where I was doing so good and life was, you know, I'm not setting the world on fire, but you know, take the family out, we can go do things, planning for the future. And, you know, you know, it, things got crazy, but that's why I think we all meditate. I think that's why we all connect. And I, again, to, you know, bookend the fact of why I'm connecting with you guys here, you know, Sharon and Autumn, Bonnie, Susie, and Michael Imperioli and people that are in that group that, you know, I talk to regularly via email or texting, um, through the site on Facebook I have, through friendships that were now reconnected from the past because we have time. When I moved away from Vegas, I, we, we all lost track. I mean, we fell off a little bit. Me and my homies from back in the day, we used to 
hang out all the time for boxing matches and sporting events and whatever. And then we kind of fall off. You catch up like once every other month type of thing. Now we're talking every weekend. Like, I need you, bro. I'm like, I need you too, man. Let's go. And like, who else could we get? Wow. That's awesome. Well, that's what we do. We do a Zoom every, thank you very much. We do a Zoom like every Friday, Saturday night. And the poor kid around my house, the things that she probably hears when I'm in my office talking some shit with my friends. Oh, maron. That's good that you have that, John. That's so good that you have that. It's, that you have that you have that connection, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I'm okay with it, but um, I'm single, and so, um, and my dad is my next, and my dad is my, um, is my next door neighbor, and my mom, uh, love her to death. She poor thing, she passed away when she was 54, so it's just my dad like living next door to me, which is awesome. I love having him like so close, but. Um, with working from home, I don't have any kind of like face-to-face communication with anybody because I'm just here all day working, you know, and then, you know, just with COVID and everything, I'm in Illinois. And so we're like in tier three again. So I just don't have it. I I don't talk to anybody unless it's like uh, on meetings at work, you know? And so it's just nice that you have that. And it's nice that we're doing this today, you know? Well, that's what I want to do. And yeah. I, I thank you for that because I realized the, the importance of communication. Um, you know, for me, I, I love my friends. I love my family. And, and as you get older, you keep the ones that you really understand that are great. You keep them around you and you rely on them and, and, and you, they rely on you and you, you reciprocate, you know, and the energy is well spent. So that's my goal with everything we're doing here. We were talking about goals before. Yeah. Is connecting, you know, Autumn to Susie or Bonnie to Susie to Sharon to me to whoever, mm-hmm. you know, and having your own, you know, conversations that it's all about like people just giving good energy and being there as friends. And what I like the best about this, at this period that we're going through is I've never felt closer to friends I've had from back home that I was close with, but I feel closer to them than ever. And I'm 2000 miles away from them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what the, that's impressive, it. right? Like, was I mean, it, was it COVID that like kind of brought you guys together? Like everybody's kind of going through the same thing, but mm-hmm. they're also going through like individual struggles and fights like Sharon, like, mm-hmm. is that what kind of brought you guys back together was just like the whole nation going through such a hard time. Yeah, I got like five amazing friends from back home, and uh, the the names are gonna be, you know, obvious. Uh, I'm gonna shout them out: Tony, Nick, Jay, Michael. You know, guys like that. Joey. You know, like friends of of the names that are stereotypical to the area, like me, Johnny, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. To answer your question, we we just started like texting more. Um, reaching out, like, even though we were, you know, like I said, we were like once a month talking on the phone, a couple minutes here and there type of thing. And then we got to a point where, you know, people were getting bored at home, you know, and, and, um, everyone was locked down for those first two, three months. And, uh, a lot of my friends like just started reaching out and I was like, you know, I do this zoom thing. I'm like, let's just all hang out. 
And then we did five hours one night. We got wasted. Oh, I love it. We got wasted, <laughs> like just obliterated. My my wife knows about my history, and you know, I'm not like some kind of pimp or anything, but you know, we all have that backstory, and that's why we get along so well. So she heard things. Unfortunately, the kid had to hear some things that I, I didn't want her to hear. Uh. It's not only me talking, it's my friends. <clears throat> Excuse me, like <laughs> Don't be saying some stuff. I'm like, oh, I remember that. And I'm like, oh, gosh. And then you go inside, and they're looking at you like this, like, judge, like, <laughs> oh, man. I was a kid in Jersey. We had a great group. We had a great uh, crew that we ran with, and we had some fun. Uh, so then, like, nowadays, it's all different. You know, we, we get rid of the stories first, and then we talk about kids, bills, like, all adult <laughs> stuff. Hey, man, I got this, like, little lump. You know, oh, where's the pump? <laughs> like, did you see a doctor? You know, I went to a doctor last year. Now all of a sudden we're like talking about mm. serious stuff. I'm like, can we just talk about the inappropriate yeah. thing that you did back in the day? It's way more fun. Yeah. But uh, I, I encourage that, like, you know, and, and for people to connect. And that's what this is, is like people <laughs> connecting. And, and, dude, I met so many people this year that I would have probably – because I believe in, 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 in karma. I believe in, you know, things happening for a reason. Yeah. And these are all people. Man, I me too. Yes, mm -hmm. these are all people I would have connected with. But I'm getting it so much sooner. And, and that sooner coming in, that energy of things happening more rapidly, I feel like so, it, like, energized, galvanized by it. Like, Odom, let, let me know your experience about that. Um, yeah, it's really boring <laughs> and sad to be stuck in your house all the time. So, are you on your own too, Autumn, or are you with, I, like, family I or roommates? I have two housemates. Um, I'm, I'm 26, so I'm, like, still establishing my life, but... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah. um... We all are, sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 42. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's so boring, and I'm like, well, I guess we can use our phones to talk to each other, and it's, and that's been really helpful, because I've done, like, uh, Zoom and FaceTime happy hours with my friends, and... Wow, that sounds fun. Yeah, and, and even... Getting a little tipsy? <laughs> yeah, and even, <laughs> like, even just randomly, like, FaceTiming, and, like, it's that's just, cool. it's it's been really helpful and I think also like I'm like I wonder if this is gonna continue when yeah when everything's over <laughs> yeah 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 well that's an amazing it, point yeah like mm -hmm. even if it doesn't continue like the five hour meetings Johnny that you guys have at least we've had a year yeah. of these like awesome um memories you know and like being able to connect with people and reconnect with people, at least we've had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And we're yeah. so we're so lucky for that, really. Yeah. I mean, you slow know, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Even if it does slow up a little bit, when all this goes away, hopefully, and we're still standing, at least we'll have had those moments, you know, of, of connecting with people and having those laughs yeah. and, and laughing so hard that like you kind of yeah. tear up, you know. Oh, I almost fell down. <laughs> there, there was many, many stories. And, and I also do a radio show and I had certain people, certain guests on. 
And what's beautiful about what is happening now, people are very open. They're just like, hey, you know, I'll just yeah. throw it out there. Like, you know, they want to talk. Yeah. And so you get someone on, they share stories with you. I've literally, like, on camera almost fell off my chair. And it was genuine. It wasn't like one of those rehearsed BS things. I was like, I, I cannot believe this person. So you can see it happen as – I'll give you the story. Steven Sharippa, who played Bobby Buck a lot, I'm going to name drop the Sopranos a lot today. All right. He gave a story. And if you want to hear the story, you know, you could listen to the show. But he gave a story that I just was like, when I'm listening to him, I'm like, <laughs> and then I'm just like, I cannot believe, you know. So check that out. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. But Again, that's that's another example is that, you know, I'm hanging out with people and they're just willing to talk more. And, and I think that there's been more kind than there has been bad in the scenarios that I've mm -hmm. witnessed. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Like people are more yeah. like, hey, let me open this door for you or let me let me help you out. Or how can I, do, you know, with the exception yeah. of things that happened negatively in the beginning of the year and. and there's a lot of reasons to be angry this year. We saw things that really question our, yeah. our, our intelligence. But yeah. I think for, for the most part, uh, a lot of people are more sympathetic and trying to, you know, help people more so than, than ever. And I feel like a lot of us are maybe more grateful than maybe we were before. Mm -hmm. And we're starting to, like, try not to take things for granted, you know? Yep. Bonnie, I could not agree with you more. I go out on my balcony in the morning and I look at a tree and I just stare at it. Like, yeah. I, I, I might look like to someone that I'm like high or something. I'll just stare at it. <laughs> Ew. But the thing is, I used to work so much that I would not be able to stop and smell the roses. I'd just like wake up, leave the house, go out for a work week that went crazy and I was all over the place, which I'm thankful for. But then yeah. nowadays, because I, I, I couldn't stop and, and hang out on my balcony and enjoy this tree that I have. And yeah. people make fun of me. And I tell them, I said, dude, just stop and look at a tree for like five minutes. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was always meditating before I meditated. You Sharon, know? how are you feeling today? Are you feeling pretty good? Are you feeling so-so? Uh, uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, yeah. you know, I had my dialysis, so we'll see. Yeah, you had your dialysis <laughs> today, right? Yeah, I was wondering yeah. how you're sitting up, right? I would be <laughs> napping right now if I were you, but you're doing okay. Oh yeah, I'll definitely be taking a nap later. <laughs> but yeah, I was just sitting here listening to you all, and uh, everything that you guys are describing, the the pandemic would be the mud, and everything you guys are describing coming from that would be the lotus. And that's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. Even in suffering, there's always good. You just have to analyze it and find it. And that's where the power of the mind comes into play. Yeah. I love it. And you're absolutely yeah. right, Sharon. And Sharon, Sharon's a warrior, dude. Like, <laughs> Dude, for like, real. Oh, absolutely. For real. absolutely. I mean, you were like in a coma for three days, two different times, right? <laughs> I mean, shit, girl. I mean, exactly. goodness gracious. I mean, I became so, like... Uh, connected to you, Sharon, just from Michael's oh, yeah. website. Whenever right. he shared you, I went to your site mm -hmm. and I just automatically, automatically felt like connected and drawn to you. I kind of felt like a weirdo. I'm like, 
What is, <laughs> why am I thinking about this girl? I felt girl like I was that, creeping too. I felt like, like I was creeping creeper. too. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why do I keep thinking about this girl, Sharon? Like, I don't even know her. But just something exactly. about you, just like, I don't know, just clicked. And um, you're just like, you're original. And, and uh, you know, like, I, I meditate, but I also, I pray just because this is in me. Um, and so, yeah, I meditate and I pray and I'm just like, Sharon, Sharon, Sharon. And then I got your dog involved, Mama Moo Moo. And then I got, oh, yeah, Mama. you know, and so I don't know. I just, and then, you know, you brought me to Johnny and now yeah. I got little Autumn here. You know, I'm going to keep her in my meditation and my prayers. And I got Jeez. sweet Thanks. Susie down there, the driving warrior. it's that interconnectedness and that's the beautiful thing about it and that's when you're seeing the reality of interdependence and how we all are connected like michael does a lot he said that uh i don't know at least a few times yeah and that's when you realize that everyone's connected and then you can widen it to just past your family and friends and then to strangers and then to just everybody and then that's where the compassion really comes from. Then yeah. it naturally arises. And, you know, when you were under, Sharon, you know, when you were <coughs> under for like three days and two days and you had your surgery and the everything. And um, when you were under, I just thought about all of us sending you like our right. thoughts and like mm-hmm. the vibrations. And right. I knew you could feel it. I knew you could yeah. feel it, even though you were in a coma. I just knew it was yeah. reaching you because all of us, there were so many of us yep. having you in our heart. And I just knew that you would feel it. And that just made me feel so good. And then whenever you came out and you said that you actually did feel it, I was like, hot <laughs> damn, man. Hot <laughs> damn. You bet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost my thought. Well, anyways, I just wanted to say that, Sharon. I love you, girl. I love you, too. I love all of you. (laughs) It just, oh, well, I just thought, but I forgot. It's okay. It happens a lot. For the same reasons, you know, Bonnie, that you mentioned, this is why I connected to Sharon, too. When I heard about what she was going through, and without even knowing her, I felt the pain of that. I felt the Mm -hmm. severity of it, and... It, it felt like it was someone I knew, but I didn't know. Like, that's a yeah. connection. Like, remember, I, I don't know if you guys were at 102 when Michael was talking about, you know, psychic things and, like, you know, right. connections. <laughs> so something was like, you know, this person, you you know this person somehow. Maybe from, not to sound too spiritual and crazy, yeah. from a former life, maybe. Or, totally you know, agree. Or I'll know them from the future the or life. something. Like, I'm like, something told me, I'm like, reach out to this woman. Like, reach. First of all, for sympathy, because I cared, you know, and then something told me energy connection to relate, even though, like, luckily, I have not been sick, lock on wood, to my knowledge, who knows, we don't know anything nowadays, but, you know, so I I hit her up, and she got right back to me, and then right away, we just connected, me and Sharon. Oh yeah, and she was been, she's been so wonderful, and I, I was yeah. you know rooting for her. Like I, I, I hit her up before a session. Like, can you come through today? Can you please come through? Because just seeing your name there is going to make me feel better, even mm. though I don't really know what you look like. And I did see some of her videos, obviously, but I yeah. don't know her like on a personal. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but I just mm-hmm. still want I want to just see that you're there, that you fought another round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she have you have Johnny have you like told any of your family like your wife anybody about Sharon 
Yes, of course. Okay, so like I've done the same thing, and I, I say my friend Sharon. Uh, I was telling my dad, you know, to, to keep her and his thoughts and his prayers because you know she's back in the hospital, and and then um, when you got to the VA hospital, Sharon, you know, because I'm Air Force veteran as well, I was like, I hope that that VA hospital has their shit together, and it sounds like they did, and so yeah, I was like. Oh yeah. And I was like telling my dad about you. And so, um, you've just, you've touched all of us and I'm so glad yes. John, thank you so much for setting this up and yeah, Sharon, I, I just want you to know seriously, not to be a creep, but like, <laughs> I really do love you, man. Like, I don't know. Street too. Yeah. Stranger danger. Yeah. So I just, um, I'm <laughs> so inspired by you. You're very inspiring stranger danger. That's what your nickname is. Stranger I mean, danger. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know how many people have told me that already that I inspire them, but all of you inspire me. So I'd like to think more that we just inspire each other. Have a big ass party, <laughs> inspiration party. <laughs> there, there's, exactly. there's a certain uh, persona and, and charisma that you do in a very, very um, subtle way. You're very humble and honest. Yeah, and you're very humble. real. And, but you're also mm. very strong. Like there's, you have tremendous charisma. The things Shit. that you and I spoke <laughs> about, yes, Sharon, I'll say this, like for real, for real. And real recognizes real. Mm -hmm. There was something about you immediately. The first time, especially you spoke on the phone, mm -hmm. I was just blown away by your wisdom, by your perseverance, yeah. by your heart, by your knowledge, yep. Yep. by your passion. And yep. that, that to me is like, I look at you, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm just me. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you don't understand. Like, you, you you set a certain energy. It's your energy that you put yeah. out. Yeah. Definitely. Now, if you knew me, oh, I'd say at least five years ago, you'd be like, no, no, you're not. Well, if you knew no, me twenty years ago, you wouldn't even be talking to me right now. Because yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, other than the depression, I had major anger issues, like. If you really got my Irish up, because I'm Irish. So. Listen, the, the, the fact that I've, you know, uh, evolved, you know, I mean, went through work and, and running businesses yeah. And, yeah. and doing things I do with my life and stuff like that. But living with my wife, stepdaughter, my also my chihuahua, who I got to grab. I didn't grab her yet. You know, so I live in a house of girls. So I'm a little bit more, I'm a little nicer than I used to be. Yeah. I'm a little yeah. more sensitive. Let me grab her real quick before we end. I'll be right back, guys. Okay, go ahead. We'll Autumn, here. you are such a cutie pie. <laughs> yeah, she is, right? So your birthday, your birthday, Autumn, is in September, you said? Yeah, I'm on fall equinox. So that's why oh, my name cool. is Autumn. <laughs> cool. So that's why what? That's why my name is Autumn. Oh. oh yeah. My, my parents couldn't agree on a name. So they let my, my hippie grandpa name me. <laughs> My niece. I have a niece. I have a niece named Autumn. Oh, I love that. It's it's <laughs> funny because I always think I'm like, am I the only person named Autumn? And then I meet no. people named Autumn. And I'm like, oh. yes. <laughs> What's your middle name, Autumn? Um, Christiel. Christiel. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that's so pretty. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, look at little Polly look Princess. Little Polly Pocket. Princess. <laughs> She's pissed oh off because I just woke her up from a nap. She's, oh. like, she's like washing her paws. She's keeping them nice and clean. Look at her little paws. <laughs>
<laughs> I know her tongue. She's like, damn you. How old is she, John? Oh, eight. You're doing great. She's how old? Eight? Eight, yeah. <clears throat> we oh. got her. Uh, she's a chihuahua, even though she got floppy ears. It makes her very oh, unique. She's so sweet. And oh, we, uh, she's she's a rescue. We got her about five years ago, so she's projected to be eight eight years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she's a rescue. Oh my god, that's so cute, that's John. So oh my god. This, somebody take my, a picture. Somebody take. My, a picture. Go ahead, do it. Oh, I'm screenshot. Right I'm <laughs> screenshotting. Here we go. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> okay, I screenshot it. It's all good. I love dogs like that because even when they're like, even when they become old, they just look like puppies still. Uh, I know it's crazy, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> she's, she, she's a little chunky these days. Oh, uh, we're working on that. We're working. What happens to older women? We're allowed to be that way. I got chunky during this. I got chunky too, too, man. man. I got chunky. It happens. Chunky and proud. I know. Yeah. I beefed up. Like there was one month yeah. where I looked at myself. I was like. Do I want to step on the scale? Do I not want to step on it's the scale? Look at her face. Look at her. She's like, oh, like oh, oh, right there. She's, John, like, she's so cute. I know. She's a bit everywhere we go, and she but the thing is though, she's ferocious. Like she's nice with me and her mama, <laughs> you know, and her sister. But Anyone else like she? She will try to ch take you out. That's a chihuahua for you. Yeah, I know she's such a sweetheart. Oh my Mama's god! The same way. She'll, she'll bark at anybody on the street. I'm like, Mama, shut up! I have to do another screenshot. Hold on, John. Do the dog. I want a dog. Now, can you imagine what the world would be like if everybody was like a dog? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I love dogs. <laughs> Read all the time when I'm having a bad day. I just look at my dog. I'm like, all right, come here. I've been like, she, Mama, she, you know what is? she loves the Sopranos. Oh, nice. <laughs> she watches the shit. That's my favorite. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, ooh, but Sopranos is my yeah, absolute favorite. Like, yep. I I'll just watch it over and over and over. Oh again. yeah. I, I also have a very have <laughs> like I've had this crush on Tony Soprano, you know, Jim Gandolfini forever. <laughs> Ugh, forget about it. She's like, oh, I'm not on. I have a, I have a painting of Jim that someone gave me. One of my friends, I'm gonna shout her out, Kim Couples. I'll be right back. I'm gonna grab that painting. I'm gonna let her go back to her, her nap. But I'm gonna yeah. go. Actually, I gotta bring the computer because I gotta hang it on the wall. So that's not gonna. Okay. Work. Um, Autumn, <laughs> did you have any pets growing up? Um, yeah. Cats um, or dogs or? I've always grown up with cats. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. And dogs. Cats, yeah. But I love dogs too. I just yeah, yeah. I want one one day. Yeah. When I'm responsible enough and like in yeah. in one, right. when I know I'm not going to be like traveling a lot. But um, absolutely, you got plenty of time, girl. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love I love 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 cats. My uh my housemate has two cats. She has one. His name is Podcast because she does <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> and then and then she has another one named um Phoebe. And Phoebe's like this long haired white fluffy cat and she's just like friends. Oh wow, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, he's got a little stocking on his head there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's good, John. That's good. Oh, yeah, you can see it better there. Compliments of uh, Kim Couples, who, nice. who's a really great friend of mine. 
um, she painted it with watercolors. Wow. wow. That's a watercolor painting, man. You know how I hard that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, I know how hard yeah, I know how hard it is to paint with watercolor, get that detail, get that detail oh, with man. watercolor. I, I tried I, color first, a coloring book for made for children. I first started with watercolors <laughs> and I said, Oh screw this mess. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so you, you said, know, Sharon, you're like, forget about it. <laughs> oh I tried with watercolor colors when I first started painting and I'm like, nah, forget this. You're mess. like, this is so nope. stupid and you flipped the table and the water went everywhere. You did didn't Well no you? no no that would have been me five years ago, but <laughs> not today, no, no. But then I just went to acrylics. I'm like, oh these are much easier to deal with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Your paintings are so good. Oh thank you. Karen. They're fun. Yeah. I like that waterfall one. Everybody compliments you on the waterfall one. You have a couple waterfall ones, but there's one of the say, first. Can we can we see one? Yeah, yeah. You, you do the first one that you did. I thought it was pretty damn good. <laughs> I can't paint a waterfall. Save my life. Me neither. <laughs> As you see it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, look yes. at the little water crashing at the bottom there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're in that scene again of what is it, Casino or Goodfellas, where they're at the table with the mom and they're looking at the picture with the dog and the boat. One dog goes west, way, one dog goes east. What do you want from me? Right? <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> was that? That was Goodfellas. Yeah. We know over here, right? yeah. yeah. That's Have a you great, guys ever that's a great seen? Movie. Have you guys seen Forrest Gump? Yeah. Of course, yeah. That's another good one too, isn't it? I just watched it again last night. That's why I brought it up. You, you know, that's great because I'm glad you brought it up because what I've been doing a lot to pacify time and stay positive is watch like movies that are awesome. Like, yeah, I'm a big like I love 80s and 90s martial arts film. The cheesier yeah. it is, the kung fu. Did you, do you like the kung fu series? Hell yeah, yeah. Of oh. course, I, I, I was down with all that food. stuff, man. That, that's like. Speaking my language right there, I mean, for me, it's like old school Steven Seagal movies. I watched Jean Claude Van Damme. Never in my life would I ever wear black silk underwear. <laughs> Double impact. You know, these things, you know, Cobra Kai, cheesy shows, Transformers, like they, they get your time going. Like yeah. they make your time go by. Like, you know, best of the yeah. best, Eric Roberts. Amazing. What about you? Uh, oh, yeah. I saw that you did um, a couple of shows with him and his wife, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Eric and Eliza are amazing. They're great I'm like, people. okay. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> great. They're, they're great people, man. They're great friends. And uh, mm -hmm. one of my how'd favorite. You get, how'd you come across them? Uh, just way of, by way of networking, like uh, a lot of social media, yeah. um, a lot of just going back and forth. Like, you know. Stranger uh, Danger? Or no? <laughs> Stranger danger. A little creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to get in there. You got to gotta there, get there in there. A little, yeah, a little creepy, a little creepy. I'm like, hey, I like your movies. I want to hang you out. You got to get in there. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you ever hit up Ray Abruzzo? Who is this? Did you hit Ray. up Ray Abruzzo? No, I'm going to too, tonight. Yeah, that's, all, that's my list to do, for sure. He's sure. yeah. He's nice, yeah. He's, he's, he's a great guy. I, yeah. I, I would love that, but I mean, the connections I'm getting is not because of you know who I am. It's it's pr pretty much just that we're out there on a. What do you mean? You know, it's because of who you are, and of course it's who you are. You're like <laughs> just like Sharon, Johnny. You've got a light around you, of course. Right. What exactly. do you mean it's not because of who you are? Of course yeah. it is. I, I appreciate that. I it, I got to give the credit to them though. Like they're they're willing to do it, and and. Uh, we connect on social media. People that I've had on this year, 
-hmm. And I've had a lot of really, I'm so thankful. Like I mentioned Steven Schripper before, Eric and Eliza yeah. Roberts, Keaton Simons, great musician, Chris Bird, boxer, you know, and, and the list goes on, you know, and, and podcasters and radio personalities, NFL players, like it's just been, yeah, you know, it's been a remarkable ride and I'm so mm -hmm. thankful for it. And, but the thing is, it's, it's all by way of connection. Um, and that's what happens. Like what we're doing right now, it goes back to connection. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I'd be on Twitter and I'd like something and make a comment. And then they would like something of mine to make a comment back. And I'm like, well, it seems like we're on the same page here. <laughs> so why don't we sit down, have a sit down with Johnny Sig. Over we here. Talk, we talk about whatever. <laughs> I got one coming up next week where we're going to talk about, you know, with, with two great guys I love, Rafe Bartholomew, who is a best-selling, you know, author, and uh, Brian Campbell, who works for Showtime as a commentator. And also oh, my journalist. God. We're going to sit down, <laughs> and we're going to talk about not any – none of that stuff. We're going to talk <laughs> about Mark for Death versus Out for Justice, the Steven Seagal movies, which one mm -hmm. we think is better. That's the whole stuff. It. It's not going to be anything like, oh, you know, I went to college and I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to sit yeah. down and we're going to discuss who likes what better and why. Autumn, what do you do, girlfriend? What do you do during the day to kind of like pass? What do you like to do? You do anything? Do you nap? Do you nap? <laughs> um, no, because if I nap, I stay asleep. <laughs> so. so you you take you take like actual like three four hour naps? Yeah, yeah I can't do it. <laughs> Um, I've been reading a lot, and um, so you're a reader, huh? That's pretty cool. Do you read yeah, like nonfiction or like biographies or memoirs? A mix of everything, like whatever sounds good. I um, <laughs> I kind of got sick of reading when I was in school, and it took a couple of years to get back into it. So um, quarantine, I've definitely gotten back into reading a lot. Yeah, well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> John, do you read? Do you have time to read? I do. I, I read a lot about, um, obviously, the news just to, you know, be on top of things that are going on yeah. nowadays. I read yeah. sports. I'm a big sports guy. I love boxing, mixed martial arts. Do you, like, do you like to watch, like, UFC on Saturday nights and all? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saturday night fights are good for you. Yeah. Dude, I tell you what, the UFC has been great lately. And I have... Especially um, with that island, huh? With that island. Oh, Fight Island is the best. <laughs> You know, Dana White's a genius because let's let's look at this real quick. If oh Dana White didn't start what he started with yeah. uh, Fight Island, I don't think the sports world moves forward. I don't think there's any NFL. Yeah. There's no boxing. There's no baseball. Like everyone in the sports industry, in my opinion, right? I don't have factual evidence, but in my opinion, they were like this. All right, let those UFC guys, those crazy yeah. people go out yeah. there. And, and they right, did, and it worked. And, it, and let them see their guinea pigs. Let them see what's up. And then mm -hmm. if, if it works, then we'll we'll follow suit. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what they did. That's what they did, in, in my opinion. And then we, we saw great things. I mean, I'm a huge baseball fan. We had a great baseball. I'm a Yankee guy, obviously. I come from the East Coast. And if anyone likes the Mets, I apologize for you in advance. I mean, <laughs> but – um. Autumn, let me ask you a question, though. Uh, sports. You like sports? Me? Yep. <laughs> um, I couldn't tell if he said Sharon or Autumn. Um, like, I like going to a game every once in a while. Um, my 
My cousin Kenny is a broadcaster, I think, for the Rangers. Um, but he does other, he broadcasts or he announces for like other sports teams and stuff too. So I kind of like, that's where I get my sports news is from my cousin. Um, my brother is big into sports. I kind of, my parents had to like force me to play sports when I was in school. I'm not an athletic person. <laughs> so, no. Nah. I bet you can sing, Autumn. You sound like you have a really good voice. Can you sing? <laughs> no. <laughs> not no? <at> all. <laughs> It's funny, Bonnie, like we're connecting here because I swear I just wrote down. So I like to like write down like things like people say. So yeah, I'm totally with... taken over. I'm so sorry. No, no. I, I can want you tell, to tell. No, can don't, you guys tell that apologize. like I, no, can you not, tell? Listen, not at all. Like I want this is what I want. I want people to connect. I don't want it to be just like here. I'm the host and blah, blah, blah. No, well, thank you. OK, no, thanks. I, I, anyone's welcome to jump on the mic at any point in time. Like. <laughs> I welcome that because I want to know more about people. I want to know more about, you know, people's background and, and what's going on. You mentioned music and I write things down I'm like, oh, oh, she said something about singing music. And I was going to ask you, Autumn, and this is the whole thing I was getting at with chemistry and connection. What kind of music do you like? Um, so much, like, I have a very vast taste in music. Um, awesome. Me too. I yeah. like, Everything from like, um, I used to play clarinet, so that's how kind of how I got into like a little bit of classical music because I was around that and I did ballet, so I Ooh. learned a little bit about classical music with that. And then um, I played guitar for like five or six years, um, and I so I I don't know I love a little bit of everything. I love like really old blues like Robert Johnson and Sunhouse and all of that and then oh. um and then I love like Miles Davis, John Coltrane, um Damn, girl. all of that stuff. Herbie Hancock is one of my favorites um and then just a bunch of random like rock stuff from like the 60s and 70s. I love Traffic. They're like a little more obscure but um it was Traffic with Steve, oh, John Lee Hooker, yeah. Yeah, Sharon knows what's up. lovely guy. Um, and then Cream is, like, one of my favorite bands. It's, like, I love them. Um, you like and I like, like, modern music, too. Like, I like, like, I like A Tribe Called Quest. Like, I'm a... <laughs> Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, like, I like everything. There's a lot of great music coming out today, too. It's just, you kind of have to, like, search for it, but... Yeah. yeah. And you're only 26? I love yeah. that. I love that. You mentioned John Coltrane. I mean, that's one of my favorite artists ever. My dad uh, was a great blues and jazz guitar player, and I, I play along to those songs weekly on the drums. Uh, you know, I, I love jazz, and, and that's yeah. remarkable. You mentioned Cream, you know, yeah. So you, I mean, you like 26. a lot of I love it. <laughs> throwback. Exactly. You like a lot of throwback. And the, the yeah. thing is, like, your musical mind is putting you in a place where you like things that involve thought and mm. progression. You know, jazz also has a lot of improv. Yeah. But it's also progressive. Cream is a progressive band. You know, they have different passages throughout their song. It's not just verse, chorus, verse. It's like a bunch of stuff. It's very, yeah. <laughs> it, I'm not saying it's all over the place, it's structured, but it's not your average ACDC song. Like yeah. there's, mm -hmm. 
you know, and I love ACDC, but there's, you know, it's different. It's yeah. like Zeppelin, Rush, The Doors. Mm-hmm. The Doors were, in my opinion, one of the greatest, you know, pioneers of that kind of psychedelic style. Yeah. And uh, Tool nowadays, <clears throat> like Autumn, you mentioned. Trent Reznor and all those guys. Finding bands that are tough to, to locate nowadays that you listen to. Mm-hmm. And Tool has is, is been around a long time, but they released a, an album recently, Fair Inoculum, <sighs> which is very spiritual and very amazing. And wow. Like it, you have to be in the mood though. You know what I mean? It's like, you got to light the candles, you got to dim the lights uh, because it will take you on a very, very spiritual ride. It's not supposed to be song by song. It's like one, it's like a movie, it's a concept. An album. Yeah. Like you said, Autumn, an album. Yeah. Yep. Old school. So that's so cool that you guys like blues music. I don't really ever listen to blues music. I love, um, I love like 70s music. Me too. I think because I, I always have music playing always from like, I mean, always <laughs> because I think uh, I related to like my mom, you know, growing up, she was always playing like uh, Neil Diamond and just 70s <laughs> music while she's cleaning the house on Saturday. Like I just relate music to her 70s music and like the Eagles, you know, just good stuff. And so I'll play it, and uh, if I'm ever feeling down or like alone or lonely um, or missing her, I'll just play '70s music because it just makes me feel like safe and content and happy. Mm. Yeah, like but I like I like Chris Cornell, you know, Pearl Jam. I like all those guys, you know. From '70s, like Zeppelin. Oh yeah, I mean, I love, <laughs> I really love '70s music, rock music. I just, I'm all about it. When I when I hear Led Zeppelin, the first thing I want to do is crack open a beer. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. What kind of beer? What kind of beer? Oh man, Any, <laughs> what do you got? You have some good beer in the fridge, yeah. So. Um, I, I, I'm just like a I'm typical man. I like a nice cold Budweiser. Like yeah, I'm I was hoping that you'd say that. I know I'm not IPA. Like, I'm not gonna be like oh Sharon you know says I need no. this. No, no. I, I'm on an old school Budweiser, um, Coors. Banquet yeah. style, like Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Out of the can, get, get, though, right? Out of man's the can? man's beer, right? Out, out of the can. <laughs> out of the can. Otis, yeah. Otis Redding, love it. Autumn, look at you. <laughs> Sharon, you got your oxygen in. That's good. Yeah, how you yeah. feeling over there, Sharon? I'm all right. I just need to get my oxygen back on. No, so. you got it. You got it. Can you, can you yeah. tell me about music that you like? Oh, God, I like all kinds, really. Well... Not so much when they're just screaming at me, but other than those, I like <laughs> uh, I like classical, I like some rap, hip hop, blues, country. Of course, I'm from Virginia, so you know I got yeah. this country. <laughs> I like all kinds of music. It just depends, you know, if I feel it, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Kid, if I feel it, I like it. You know, I'm I'm not gonna be like. Oh, that's that kind of music. I'm not going to listen at all. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a try. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Or I'd be like, oh, that's what horrible. about <laughs> Sharon? What about like really old, old country, like old country music? That's kind of fun, right? Like, uh, you guys about like Hank Williams Senior? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like old yeah, country fun. music is just like so. Old. It's just oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. But you got to be in the mood for it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely had to be in the mood for it, it, it especially for Hank Williams there. Yeah. So, Johnny, you like like Tool and um, you said Rush. like Led Zeppelin or yeah, Rush? Zeppelin. Rush. Yeah. I'm so that was so sad about Neil. I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, that I killed know. me. Like I, I, I was bet. in the shower <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm already getting emotional about it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, dude, this is my drum hero. The reason why I got into drums, my, I mean, again, my father was a heavy influence in my life for guitar yeah. and music, but I just gravitated towards the drums, you know? And so Neil was the guy that really made me like, be like, wow, I want to play. Like, this is challenging. This is really great. So long story short, um, I became a drummer by trade and my <laughs> career has been based on drumming for a long time. Somebody texted me when I got out of the shower, and they said, I'm so sorry for your loss about Rush. I'm like, what? I, obviously, I know it's the band Rush, one of my favorite bands of all time. Oof. And so I'm like, were, were they downed in a plane or something? Like, what What the hell? Like, it's mm. like, Neil died of cancer. And he kept it very concealed. He's a very private guy. <clears throat> and, um, you know, for for three years, he was suffering, apparently. And nobody knew except for immediate friends and family. And when I heard that news, I was devastated. I, I could not believe it. I was what like, kind of cancer was it? It was he had obviously brain cancer. Oh, believe it or not. And he's like one of the most intelligent people ever. Brilliant, but, brilliant. Oh God. The lyrics that he shares, like, you know, I said something before about there's no love without pain. You know, um, if you listen so to a song called The Enemy Within, it's got great lyrics. It's all about like having demons to struggle and face against. Uh, which also prompted a tattoo I have here about a gentleman being versed a devil. You know, like oh. it meant that much to me. What's that song <laughs> called? What's the that song enemy called? within the enemy within is what it's called. And one of the lyrics is I'm not giving in to security under pressure. Um, I'm not giving in uh, experience to extremes. So it just means that whatever you're dealing with, you got to fight it back. <clears throat> and I always love that concept. I always love that idea of, adversity in in triumphing you know and i think that's why we're doing what we're doing you know and with with music uh R rush was obviously a, a huge part so i i appreciate i never got to meet him i, I met the lead singer he was a great guy um i hope to eventually uh interview the guitar player alex lifeson who's one of the most underrated guitar players of all time and uh look at you with your little lemon water <laughs> yeah, I gotta go get more. Dried up. I gotta be talking about Neil, and I'm all getting like emotional. <laughs> but no, for real, he, he he was a he was a great guy, uh, oh, a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I when I got the news, when I got out of the shower about that, I, I couldn't believe it, and I looked it up, and I, I just my heart sank. I had to sit down. Right. I was sick. I, I was sick to my stomach. I know you. I know you miss him, but um, I'm so glad that you have his music to always listen to. I'm so glad. That's how I am with like Cornell. Um, you know, even before he passed oh, away, he became so well known, like from passing away. I just, I was always like uh, oh, yes. drawn to him, you know? So that sucked too, you know? No, I feel you. I feel you. And the, the, the worst part, I hate to be Debbie Downer. I hate to say this. Oh my hey, it's God. okay. We got to do it. We got to positive. It. He died. Neil Pierre died on my birthday. Oh my God. I know it sucks. Oh January 7th. Yep. Jesus. I was so pissed. 
And not to make it about me, this is nearly great he life. Can't. I'm working on it. Gotta get off. But hey, right, don't test me. And, and we talk about um inspirational tales. And and I will say this about Neil Peart. I've read his books. We we spoke about reading before, so I'll bring up reading. We uh, I've read his books and uh <laughs> his books were amazing. He went through a period in 1996 where he lost his wife to cancer. Jesus. After his daughter had died in a car accident. What? And then his dog passed away. Jesus Christ. All in one year. So All in he, one year? His daughter and his wife and his dog. Yep. All within one year. So he gets on a motorcycle and starts driving recklessly and just decides to drive 50,000 miles, okay, uh, across the country, uh into Canada, I think, I believe it was. I kind of could be wrong, but uh, so basically what happens here is he keeps a journal about what he's going through and whatever. The fact that that man made it out of all that journey, all those miles, everything that he had to administer by doing that, that's incredible. And what he had to go through, and then he got back on stage you know, it took years. It took it took a lot, a long time. It took about. Was this in the nineties? Yeah, it was ninety six. It happened. The book is called The Ghost Rider. Okay. Um, the Ghost Rider is, is an incredible book by Neil Peart, where he tells his whole tale of what he went through on a crazy journey. Eventually, he'd get back to Rush for Vapor Trails album in two thousand two and do a tour, in which That's they went good. to places they never. It's amazing. But the places they never went to before. Um, hey, will you mind if I, uh, not Stranger Danger, but will you mind if I hit you up uh, just for the names of that again? No, the no so you take my number. I'll, I'll put it in the uh, the link here. Oh, I th okay. I was going to do that, that anyway because I saw just some things in the chat here. But yeah, the thing is, um, no, it's, it's not, 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 no Stranger Danger at all there. That's kind of cool, huh? I love it. Do you see it? That's badass. I see exactly what that is. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. What, where did you get that? Um, some girl out on the West Coast up in Washington, she does them. Um, like whoever your favorite artist is, you know? That's awesome. So I'm going to share yeah. some things here to the group uh, with my number and information. So give me one sec. Yeah, thanks for sharing your number. That way, because uh, I want to check uh, that book out. It's easier that way, man. Yeah, <laughs> instead of like I am. It's so much easier that way. All right. So, oh, wow, I was getting a lot of messages. So I'm, I'm going through my computer. Right. Can you still see me? Yeah. Now, where's okay. our little girl, Autumn, at? She has a leave. I don't know. Where did she go, right? Where are these people at over here now? Where they are, where they at over here now? Where are they at over here now? So she wanted to see, Autumn wanted to see uh, where my podcast could be found. So let me put that yeah. up there for her. And... and Sharon had to go take care of her baby. Right. I'm going to have to go in a little bit too. I got to Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to wrap up. So like, this is great though. I, I'm, I'm, it's better than I, you know, in terms of, I'm glad that it was just intimate like this. This is amazing. But, um, you know, the thing is, it, it's great to put uh, faces to the name, you know, names to the faces. Yeah. And all that kind of good it was stuff, a small you know? group today, but Ed, I don't care about that. Yeah, of course. Of course. What are you doing the rest of your day? You're going to hang out? 
Just chill? Yeah, my, um, I said I was single. I just mean like I'm not married, but my boyfriend, he's coming over at seven. So mm -hmm. I got to shower and get myself put together. You know how that goes right now. <laughs> I know how that goes over here now. So what we'll do is we'll wrap up. Um, I'll contact everyone and keep everyone in contact and we'll do it again the, the same time next week, maybe. Sounds nice. Yo, it, it was nice to meet you and, and see you and talk to you. This was great. And yeah, have Sharon so on and Audubon and Susie. At. What happened? I, I don't know where our friends went. <laughs> well, I, it said here in the chat that Autumn had to head out, but it was nice to meet everyone and glad <clears throat> to have connected today. Grateful for the connection and the laughs. And uh, I know Sharon went to walk her dog. So, yeah. yeah. I'll probably get going but, too then. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's head out and keep in touch. Like I gave you my number. Text me so I could add you to uh, you know to my phone, and uh, we'll take yeah. it from there. It was, it was great meeting you. You probably have like thousands of contacts. <laughs> yes. <That's> awesome. <laughs> You're like, yes, I do. <laughs> but th this was great. I'm glad it was like a nice intimate gathering because, like I said, we could build off this, and and the energy shared was perfect, and it's the energy shared that was meant to be. So thanks, John. Thank you, John. Big ups. Have well, a great night. big ups. All right, you have a good night too. Thanks, John. <laughs> great meeting you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye bye.